Okay. Sounds like a plan. Uh, yep. We're on. Oh, well, you're on good voice today. Not bad, huh? For a Monday. For a Monday. In Joyzy. Yeah. Joyzy. We're all plugged in. Yeah. My gain and volume is up. I hope I'm not uh, yeah, too yeah. loud. And I think I'm too loud. Yeah. You know, but the production people, the sound people, I mean, John, we can only, you know, John. Right. Hey, hold on, John. You stay here. All right. Entertain well, the people. Entertain the people. All right. Right. Tell a joke. <laughs> hey, did you hear the one? How about a Henny Youngman joke? Well, how about yeah. Rodney Dangerfield? How about how about Jamie Foxx doing Donald Trump? That's, That's hysterical. Amazing. That is amazing. Should we play it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We cue it up because it's that he's that good. All right, so put it. Uh, tell let the people know that there's a new video out there. Jamie Foxx is on a podcast, John. Yeah, I think it was. And he does a Donald Trump impersonation. It's the best I've heard because a lot of people have tried. Some people have come close, but this guy is just unbelievable. I mean, talk about a talented guy. Yeah, I, you know what? I mean. Ready? Yeah, let's play it for the people. Come on. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. That's Jamie. <laughs> that is really amazing. Who's that? That's that's the best. That's. That Trump is better than Trump. Oh, it's better than Trump, you know, if you ever do a podcast. I mean, a lot of people... I mean, a lot of people have uh, tried to impersonate pump Trump, and some are close, but... Yeah. Pump, pump Trump. Bump Trump. But he's amazing. That guy is one talented... Remember, he came from In Living Color, right? Yeah, which was... I, I, I didn't watch it all the time. Yeah, but, which yeah. was, what, in the 80s or 90s? I, I mean, I can't I tell guess. dates anymore. With the Wayan Brothers and Jennifer Lopez and Jim Carrey, Fire Marshal Bill, remember that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Those guys were crazy. Yeah. And um, and there's a couple of other comedians out there, and uh, it was mostly a black show, except for Carrey and a couple of other people's. And I'll tell you what, it was funny. Every uh, Sunday night, it was funny. Wow. And Jamie Foxx. You know, it, it just shows you, John, you can't lump somebody into one category. No, you know, they're always no. a comedian. All right, here's a guy. He's had a couple serious roles in movies, right? He's made a ton of movies. Played Ray Charles. No. Most, most was it Ray Charles? The, yeah. Ray I think Charles. so. Most right. of the people that I've heard imitate Trump have been white. And I, I, when they, when I happened by this, scrolling through YouTube, and I said, Jamie, if I, were, yeah. I went, really? Really? I, I almost fell off my chair. I just did not expect it. 
I yeah. did not, and it just floored me. It was terrific. It just shows you how Trump is funny because he's not saying anything. He's not cracking jokes. He's just saying Trumpisms. Well, it's, it's, right. it's, it's and, amazing and, how, and his how voice. badly people on the left, they hate him so much. Oh I thought God. it was impossible for anybody to hate anyone like I had disdain and disgust for Hillary Rodham Clinton. Mm. You know what? The feelings I had for her, because I'm, I don't advocate her and I don't like her, but I'm over those terrible dark sure. feelings. It's not good for anybody's energy and their consciousness and their health. But the people that hate Trump, they Trump how I felt about. It's <laughs> a joke. They Trump how I felt about Hillary Rodham Clinton. It's it's amazing. And now, even even. Uh, the darling of the crazies on the right, Alex Jones, says, I'm going to have to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he makes listen. me live so much, yeah. I'm going to have to, you know, I, I'm ditching Trump, I'm ditching Trump, and you know, I, I, I told you before, Mr. President, you have to renounce the vaccines, if you don't renounce the vaccines, I can't be with you, I can't support you, my followers cannot support you. So what's the and alternative? The CIA has <sighs> drugs that make frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Mr. Credibility himself, Alex Jones. But I mean, but I where's he going? Yeah, but where's he going to go? All right, so you don't like Trump? Where are you going to go? Who are you going to vote for? I'm who, tired of that. You mean him, or I, I, him and well, him and all his followers? God. I can't support you. Okay, so where are you going to go, Alex? I don't want to hear you know that um, a no vote is my vote that I'm, or well, write in somebody. I mean that doesn't work, right? And, you know. And, and, and if you if you watch the latest redacted video, which I think they have a good show, great great podcast today or yeah. this morning on YouTube redacted, you know, they, they're the ones that brought up Alex Jones, you know, warning President Trump, and now of course, the Democrats are blaming Trump for getting the the, the vaccine out as fast as the United States did, blaming Trump, mm-hmm. and. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris both said, oh, we, we would never take a vaccine that was rushed out at, you know, as per Donald Trump, because we, how would you know it was safe? <laughs> so, okay, who's responsible? Now everybody's back peddling. Even the head of the CDC, that, that piece of crap, is back peddling. And then there's that other woman. Oh, yeah, what's her from, name? I don't know. Yeah, no I can't name. remember what faction. Is she from the FDA? I don't remember. Now she's backpedaling. She was all for masks and lockdowns, and now she's backpedaling. No, you know what? You know why? I'll tell you why. Because Nuremberg-esque trials are in the making. I'm sure of it. And everybody wants to be seen on the right side of the issue for uh, for the historical value of this crazy-ass era. Nobody wants to be, you know, cited as the dark person who, you know, was on the wrong side. Well, guess what? You were all on the wrong side advocating all of this shit mm. and lockdowns and closing businesses and while Klaus Schwab laughed all the way to his World Economic Forum Davos adventure. John, they used to say that being a weatherman or a weather woman or weather person was the greatest job in the world because you could be wrong and nobody cared. All right, you're predicting rain and snow. The sun came out. Everybody's happy. They all say, well, it's an act of God. Yeah. We're wrong. But I'll tell you, better than that, 
is being a politician. You can literally say one thing on Monday, something else on Wednesday, and then something different, go back to it. I've never seen it. Like, if you literally played in the career of Pelosi, Trump, Bush, I mean, anybody really who's been in politics for any amount of time, and you could get them saying both sides of the story, depending, like you said, who's in charge, who's in power. Oh, yeah. Who does that? What kind of normal person? They're not normal. First of all, what is normal? But none of these people give a flying fuck about other people. Again, back to are we here in service to ourselves or others? Or service to others? 100%. uh, What was I going to say? I'm not sure. Uh, I have have people in my life that use, there's there's a famous device that politicians use. Other people other than politicians use it all the time. But politicians seem to have it at the top of their bag of tricks. It's the, you know, play completely gobsmacked stupid. So you could say something, ABC, that's hurtful and inflammatory. And then when they're called out on it, instead of trying to backpedal or to weasel out or to explain it away, which really just underscores, you know, nefarious guilt, no, they go... Oh, I I'm so sorry. I I had no idea. I, uh, what was I thinking? And that makes it all okay to the fucking idiots out there that choose to let them off the hook. It's oh he he didn't know. Yeah, but I've never yeah. heard of a politician say I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't say they say I'm sorry. Because that would that would admit wrongdoing. Politicians don't say I'm sorry. But I've had people that I work with, that oh. this is how they would roll. And actually, some of them say, I'm sorry, just as kind of a, as a, as a meaningless device, you know. Yeah, to, yeah, to get all right. From point A to point B, yeah. to go over the bridge, you know. Yeah. Oh, geez. Really? Really? And, all, and then all of a sudden, everybody says, oh, how contrite she is. How contrite he is. Oh, they care. Oh, and they were wrong. We've all, who in this world hasn't been wrong at least once? Oh, God. Just let them off the hook. Bullshit. John, what would your definition of a... a coffee break? (laughs) Cheers. What would your definition of a psychopath be? How would you, like, just say, what's a psychopath? Somebody who doesn't care, or, I mean, lives in a different... I think there's a whole compilation, you know, medically... In DMSM five, I don't know what any of that means. Well, that that's the compendium for psychological or psychiatric, you know, diagnosis and how to diagnose them and kind of what to do about it. I think that first of all, the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath is that psychopaths are born, and sociopaths are created. I think we mentioned that once before on a podcast. Okay. So. A, a psychopath and a sociopath can act in the same manner, and you might be completely splitting hairs trying to decide which is which, but the difference really goes all the way back to the egg. A psychopath is born, and a sociopath is created. So a, a psychopath, I think, has no moral compass, and that's an interesting concept when someone or some consortium or some group or agency or country has no moral compass. Now, 
there's not a lot you can do or say to weasel out of what does no moral compass mean. It means bringing a nation to war and sending tens of thousands of men and women to their deaths to kill other people. You know, maybe uh, 14,000 come back permanently injured and need tons of resources to keep going, but the healthcare system that's meant for them fails them because it's garbage. You know, that's, to me, no moral compass. You know, putting, putting known carcinogens in foods and drinks and, uh, and, and very common uh, medications, that's no moral compass. Uh, jacking up the price of college tuition for people and their kids who can't afford their, their rents or their mortgages or to pay their insurance bills, that's no moral compass. Everything we're experiencing in these times is the result of an egotistical, fear-driven world that has no moral compass. compass. So that's a big part of what it means to be a psychopath or, or a sociopath. They have generally no empathy. So if you have no moral compass and, and you know, and for shits and giggles, you, God forbid, shoot the neighbor's cat or lure the cat into a burlap bag with, with his favorite food or catnip and throw him in the lake, that's insane. They've got no moral compass and they've got no qualms about doing things that society would condemn. I bring, I bring that up, John, yeah. and I want to go a little bit further with this because when I see a politician, and I'm not going to go on either side, but look into a camera, knows that the nation is watching, knows that the world may be watching, and says, I have concrete evidence. Let's just say Russian collusion. I have seen concrete, like stand there with a straight right. face, and, you know, and he, know, he knows he's lying, and he knows he's going to alter the, the course of history to, to somebody's benefit. Right. I mean, and I'm not going to mention any names, but that's a psychopath, a sociopath. I mean, obviously, like you said, there's no moral compass. But that person... And, and no empathy. And no empathy. It, that right. person should not be allowed to hold public office. They don't have compassion. They don't have any capacity for empathy. It, it just seems to... It was either beaten out of them or, or coerced out of them, i.e. a sociopath, because they're the ones that are created by their early upbringing, or the true born psychopath just doesn't have that upload into their computer. When you have people putting their career on the line and signing a document no. that says there I that oh, what was that document that they signed uh, the 51 intelligence uh, people that the Russian this the, the, the something didn't exist and it was Russian let's not even get into the details but people put their name down on paper but I guess if there's no consequences John, then, then yeah. you can do and say whatever you want. Well, let me just. Hey, say, listen. If yeah. YouTube wasn't gonna censor us, we yeah. could be out here saying like all kinds of stuff. Yeah, right. Well, I, I, and I we never, have. I never want to give kudos to the platform because they're they're nothing more than a communazi platform. Oh, it's obvious. Up, up, to to this point, 
and they shift, they shape shift like a bunch of uh, lizard <laughs> dwellers. So it's another uh, way to what, put it. What, a great shape shifter. Whatever it, uh, whatever, whatever serves their, their, um, their agenda. Um, I was gonna say something. It was no empathy, no moral compass. Blah blah. Oh, okay. Look, there's a hierarchy. Hey, you're getting good with that, John. Yeah, I'm pulling. It back I think now that yeah. your nutrition program is yeah. on point, maybe you're fit. Mm -hmm. well, you know, I'm you're walking. Yeah, you're trained. There. All of a sudden, you're starting to seem pretty sharp. Oh, I mean, you were always sharp, but now you're showing off. Right. Yeah. Um. And now you forgot. Again. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. That's my fault. No, no, it's okay. I gotta, Empathy. I got it. You know, it's all right. I gotta, can't remember what we were talking. about. <laughs> that's all right, because neither can I. Right. But uh, that's an age thing. Right. So, so you know what I'm saying, John? So I'm just frustrated mm -hmm. watching all these videos. People with politicians. There you go. Okay. Now, it, it. You know what? It's like it's like throwing a big boulder into a, a pond. The water goes out and then it comes back in. So it's coming back in a little quicker now. Politicians are chosen on their ability to be um, without empathy, without compassion, without a moral compass. And if this is the case, if this is the criteria for them to be elevated, then they're elevated by people that are their puppet masters. Now, how do we, how do they know? How do the puppet masters know when there's a candidate that's perfect, perfect to be basically uh, a sociopath? Because politicians generally at a high level are sociopaths. Well, a process like Jeffrey Epstein and Epstein Island and the Lolita Express is clear evidence, clear evidence of Probably I'm going to guess that most of the men that went on that Lolita Express were married. Now, mm. okay, um, there are people who would say, oh, come on, what's the big deal? No, it, it is a big deal. Right away, that's kind of step one in the breach of having no moral compass is, will you come down for a good time on my private island and and you you can fulfill all of your filthy dark dirty fantasies and no one is to know the trick here is and the the hook in the bait is oh we're gonna know because we're gonna have secret sex tapes of you mm. doing shit with uh, with children underage kids same-sex sex for little little boys and little girls and all of that crap or maybe even with a goat from the island I don't know but the point is Catch them with their pants down, no pun intended, and record it. Pun intended. Yeah, right. So that now you've you've got this tremendous leverage over them. In and of itself, these people don't give a shit over having been filmed. Kind of like Hunter Biden filmed himself. Oh right? my god. But, but but now they realize, oh, oh, you know, I don't have any qualms playing the role of a sociopath, but while I'm being the sociopath for the puppet masters, I really have to come across as an altruist, as an empathic, compassionate altruist who has the best interest in mind, 
uh, regarding the general population that maybe voted them in, maybe. I think a lot of these people got in by, by being voted in, and some of them got placed in with a stolen election. I think stolen American elections have been happening for many, many, many decades. So think about that. You're, these are the people, and we referenced it before about, you know, would, would people actually hurt subjects with an electrical charge if they're paid to do it under the guise of this is a scientific experiment? We know they did. They've done it before. It's all in the record books. So people, I find, um, you know, they act in ways that are just so dark and, and disgusting. But, you know, sociopath, psychopath, yeah. people who put themselves in position of power to lead the masses astray, to lead them into a depopulation agenda, to lead them into thinking that um, to lead them into thinking that uh, the Satan Club, an after-school endeavor in in Pennsylvania, is 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 we should normalize this. What are you thinking? And then and all and all it takes is for one politician like mother or father to give an impassioned plea to the school board that says, oh, but it's, oh, it's nothing like what you're thinking. We'll teach them love and compassion and empathy and blah, blah. Really? 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 So what is it here, people? Is the, is the living God and the deities and the entities that, that kind of reign in God's fallout, are they the ones that create evil and, and, and murder and mayhem? Or is it the dark one? Is it the Luciferian and satanic agenda that sends people to war, that causes starvation and famine and freezing and, and, and horrible animal farming and on and on and on? Which is it? Or is it just everybody? Because, oh, it's all normalized. But um, uh, No, no. Th yeah. This is fascinating to me, John, yeah. how people get up and say it. But... Uh, going back to, I mean, Trump derangement syndrome, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, we ha both know people, and I'm sure every all our viewers out there, you know people that you've known for years that are rational, that, all right, you don't agree on everything, but you have a conversation. For some reason, T-R-U-M-P yeah. drives people nuts. I, I distributed a joke the other night. I think through Instagram, you know, private Instagram messenger, inbox, whatever you call it, yeah. right? And it was, it was Donald Trump in North Korea at a big long conference table, and he was going on and on, you know, James extolling Fox. his own virtue. I want you to improve your Trump, though. I well, want you to I'm go toe have, to toe. I have to work on that. Yeah, I, I could do it, but I, I know but you can. And, and the joke was something about Donald Trump said something about fat people, <laughs> about everybody. He goes, everybody's trim and fit here. Everybody looks great. You know, there aren't any fat people here. And then the camera goes right to the North Korean leader. And, and the North Korean leader 
look like the cat that ate the canary, and he looks around, and he looks right into the camera. It was hysterical. Oh, you you man. could not have scripted that, not with not with the North yeah. Korean leader. So I sent it out, and lots everybody was laughing except one person uh -oh. said, "I I hate him. I just I can't stand him." I don't care. And I said, well, "You can't stand who? What? Donald Trump?" And I said, "Yeah." Yeah. The joke was not allowed by their psyche because of how much they hate Donald John Trump. What? The, the, rational people. No, people we've no, known. No. I used to go out to dinner with a guy every few months. You know, we met through business. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, we talk a little shop and then, you know, we'd have a great dinner. He picks a restaurant. I pick a restaurant. We we can't do that anymore because he, he he's going to ask... And he asked me questions about, how do you feel about this January 6th committee? Yeah. And I'll say something like, well, you know, the second they, for the first time in history, yeah. they didn't allow the minorities to, to place people right. on the committee, right. it kind of lost credibility. That's my opinion. Yeah. That's an honest conversation. It's yeah. the way I feel. It's right. never happened before. Right. That shows me that something's not right. Nothing on the up and up. Right. But... Like, I can't say that to him because that totally, and he's intelligent, he owns his own business, that goes right it's over his head, do with anything. and he just goes right for T-R-U-M-P. And what he did, and what about this, and what about that? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, like... All these people, by the way, watch either CNN or MSN. 100%. Slow your roll. And, and I just don't understand the mental, how it's... Yeah, uh, overcome uh, people. It's even, amazing. Right. And, and the thing is, you, you know, you're you're sufficiently beguiled, and uh, don't try to understand the differential. It's the same different. It's the exact same differential as Christians and Jews, or Muslims and Jews, or Muslims and anybody that's not a Muslim, or a Jew and anybody that's not a Jew. Or the right-wing Christians that against anybody that's not uh, that's not a right-wing right Christian the way they want you to be. Don't try to understand it. It's just an unfortunate part of the human psyche. It it just it's crazy. It you, just is. But why do people want to force their agenda on other people? Listen, I believe what I believe. We'll talk about it. You, right. I'll talk about it with you right. and or anybody else, right. and and it's okay. Right. You know, if you don't like what I'm saying, that's okay. If I don't like what you're saying, but no, it's either my way or well, here, thro me, throw them in the in the stockade, answer, put them in jail. The question before I forget my answer: If you were sitting at a banquet table and you were the first one there, and the waitress came by and gave you certain cocktail hour hors d'oeuvres. Let's say she put them on a little dish in front of you. The little hot dogs. Let's step it up from the hot dogs, although they're always... It shows you where I hang they're out. always everybody's favorite, right? <laughs> where Big, fat, extra-colossal shrimp, oh, right? yeah. lamb lollipop. Oh, see, we're hanging out in different clubs, you, know, you and stuffed, I. Stuffed mushrooms, all nice. of that shit, whatever you want to call nice. it. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's this big, long table, and it, all of a sudden, everybody comes rushing in. Now... If you were excited to have everybody share in the splendor of the, the hors d'oeuvres, you would be doing 
what you believed was the right thing by offering and coercing people, hey, try this, hey, try that, right? As opposed to you love those hors d'oeuvres, but out of fear. So the first one is out of um, the want to feel the excitement and the love of sharing something wonderful with the people around you, right? As opposed to the fear of you don't want the people around you to have what you have, or you fear that the people around you will give you an illness if they don't get buying this. Mm. There's one is love and enthusiasm, it's growth, it's expanding, and the other one, of course, is driven out of ego and fear, and, uh, and they don't want you to have what they have. Mm. You want to go, 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 mine, mine, mine. Mm. You know, and I think that's the answer. You know, it's, it's, you know, I can't. It's amazing though, right? I can, I can remember the, the, the outright hatred expressed on Facebook by people that I grew up with when I was like six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, you know, and, and, you know, my parents knew their parents and the statements of animosity and hatred Where does that, come that from? came from them over, you know, fuck this one if they think that their kid's not going to get boing boing and they're going to come to school and get my kid sick. Fuck them. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Wait. And here comes that old argument that I happen to agree with as a physician. Wait a minute. If you, if you believe so much in the bing bong and you're all bing bonged, <laughs> then what's the difference if... Joe Blow is not, right? What, isn't this about you and what you choose for yourself? No, I guess not. It goes further. It goes further. They don't want you to get the bing bong because they love you. No, no, no. They demand that you get this out of fear. Mm. And that's a completely different kettle of fish. Wow, that's interesting. You know, John, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm telling you, we should put together like 10 to 20 questions. And we should go and just talk to people and just ask the same questions. You know, make them, of course, loaded right. where we know the results already. Mm -hmm. But just say, so how do you feel about this? And just like, you know, just do like, wow, that's really interesting. And just try and figure out some kind of pattern. Yeah. Like, why do people, like, are blinded and some people, and believe me, that's on every side of the spectrum uh, there is. I'm, I'm sure that, I'm sure that clinical psychologists would give us fabulous answers. And, of course, I'm sure Jordan Peterson has a whole dissertation along those lines already oh, locked. I'm going to have to look for it. Ready to go, you know. But, uh, you know, it's kind of it's funny. bewildering. Every, every once in a while, uh, a very dear friend of mine and I will talk about light workers coming to the planet incarnating on the planet and we're, we're we we are here uh to elevate humanity the energy you don't have to like us um but our job and i do say are in a possessive way yes i'm speaking about a group that i identify with and we are here 
as healers and light workers and star seeds and indigo children and rainbow children and crystal children and all of that stuff. And if, if you want a further explanation, look up Dolores Cannon. Dolores Cannon, rest her soul. I loved her. I listened to her for years and years. She passed about, I don't know, three and a half, four years ago. Got a fabulous YouTube series on um, the waves of new souls and new energies that are incarnating onto this planet to drive humanity closer to the fifth dimension, which mm. is infinitesimally better than the third dimension. Yeah. Interesting. John, if you had to alchemize this very interesting, puzzling, we pr yeah. instead of talking about something, we really just put a lot of questions out there. I think because yeah. we're trying to understand really this, what the heck is going on with people. Right. And, and to, to Not fit, that we to know everything. the thought because I kind of got derailed by Dolores Cannon because I really, 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 really loved listening to her. Uh, my uh, friend, whom you know, when we talk about, you know, why certain people incarnate here and come to Earth and we're trying desperately to... Some people try very, very diligently to uh, elevate humanity, and other people don't. But they're still achieving their function by just being here, which is an interesting concept. Um, not everybody has to believe that. That's okay. I think you'll find in the end that it is true. But um, sometimes, sometimes I find certain factions of humanity so astoundingly stubborn and close-minded and dark and stupid that I just it's like Puzzling. It, it is 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 all of this worth it you know and and then she talks me out of it she brings she reels me back in you know and and I, then I go yeah it sure of course it is because because those people I want to be positive and say those people are in the minority. And I'm not talking about ethnicity. I'm talking about just numerically in the minority on the planet that they're that dim. But they're there. They are there. And I'm not being arrogant. And so I like to think of myself as somebody who is there slowly chipping away at the walls of the psycho-emotional prison that they put themselves into. So that's a good notion on alchemizing this. People understand that the prison that you're in, because you are in a prison, is generally constructed by you, by your consciousness, and what you choose to store away in your consciousness. Are you storing away the garbage from the mainstream media? Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. But if you're storing that stuff away, and that's what's in your bunker, your bunker is your prison, people. Your bunker is your prison. It's not your liberation. So um, how to break out of your bunker? You must connect with source. And the only way you can connect with source, and I would say source is God and God's energy, the Holy Spirit, regardless of your religion, yeah, unless you're Luciferian or Satanic, sorry, then I have to exclude you. Hmm. Talk to the Creator, and that's called prayer. Be very, very upfront. Just lay it, lay it on the line. Put it up on the table. And when you uh, have talked yourself out, then there'll come a time when you want to uh, be approached face to face by your Creator. 
That's called meditation. And if you stay at it, you think meditation, you think meditation and, and high-definition astral traveling is just going to happen, boom, like this? For some, it will. For me, it didn't. For me, it took me months. But I promise you, when you reach that point, I guess it's kind of like doing a DMT trip. You know, you're never the same. All of a sudden, you realize that there's a universe that's within you. Uh, the universe appears to be out there, and it is, but it's also within you. So when you meditate, you can go astral traveling and explore the universe that's external to you, but it's also internal. So people, the final word on this episode is chip away at and um, take down the walls of the prison that you put yourself in unwittingly. Do that through prayer and meditation and let it be energetic and let it be sincere. That's it, brother. Ron, that was awesome. John, thank you for this episode. If you like what we're doing, people, on the Jersey Alchemist, the Jersey Alchemist, press like, press follow. And subscribe, people. Seriously? Yeah, fight the platform. I took a look at our analytics today and up, 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 thousands and thousands of views, and then (laughs) straight down, straight, straight down into the basement. Thank you, YouTube. But we're still fighting. Thank you, YouTube. Still kicking. Your communazi controllers. Hmm. Till next time, people. The Jersey Alchemist. Peace.